Previously, on Real Fantasy Encounters. The Computer Appreciation Society is about to make an announcement regarding you. I don't remember doing anything. We stand for justice here at the Computer Appreciation Society. So we've put a bounty on this pervert's head. The first person to dox him wins. Let the games begin. Rudy has a crisis management plan. <laughs> oh, I'm glad somebody does. <laughs> the Panties pervert is coming under our protection. He's going to owe us a big favor. We're going to go to the club. Uh, uh, what people are going to try and do, um, as long as you're uh, like out and walking about, people are going to try and go for the social hack. Your wallet's going to go missing. Someone's going to bump into you. We need to get you into the art room so that doesn't happen to you. And yeah. then we'll talk about how much to tell people. <laughs> sure. To keep things under wrap. I'm thinking we go with the sleepwalking story. You own up to it. But you say that you've been doing it in your sleep. I sort of clutch at my neck. Mm. Now noticing that my ring has gone missing. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, you'll have... Uh, I'm sure Marja will. You know? That still doesn't look great, though, does it? <laughs> it's, it's, it's crisis management. What you do in your sleep is what you really want to do? That doesn't <laughs> sound great. Um, I've invited Marja around. Like, I know, like, as the student president, she's got some sway. She's not as cool as Overlord, but... <laughs> I mean, he's right. <laughs> he's yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, we'll assess the situation and go from there. Um, also, do you happen to have my ring? He, uh, he pats his pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. No, I'm messing with you, I got it. <laughs> And passes over the Saffron ring. is almost doubled over. <laughs> you know, my grandfather gave me that, right? Yeah, no, I know. I, I can't lose it. It would it would destroy me if anything would have happened to that. Mm, I imagine something else would destroy you if you lost this as well. I would... I don't know what I'd do if I lost that. You'd get murdered by a cat ghost. And I hand it back to you. <laughs> I take it. I'm like, I'm... I'm not sure that's the worst thing that would happen. And I put it back on I would like you to roll. Oh, no. An overcome roll, please. What kind of overcome roll, Lauren? Um, You take this ring back and you kind of feel sick when you do. Like a, a nausea that wells up in your stomach. Like you might throw up. Okay. 
something about it makes everything seem too much, like a sensory overload. Um, you know what? I'm just going to let this feeling out to sort of deal with it. I'm going to run to the bathroom and just th- forcefully throw up. <laughs> so you're going to concede to this? Or no, you're going to concede to the, the consequence? Yeah. Yeah? But I'm still trying to, like, I'm trying to deal with it by expelling whatever this feeling is. All right. Okay. Okay. Like I, I see. I, I know. I see what you're doing. All right. Well, I mean, that could be a clever or a forceful role. I would much prefer it be forceful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The difficulty check on this is a seven. Oh. Oh, okay. That cancels each other out. Yep. So you're sitting at a flat zero. So forceful is plus four. Mm-hmm. I can only get it to a six. Please succeed at a cost. I feel like this is something that would be worth it. Or like burn a fate point, please. I'm going to burn a fate point. Okay. To re-roll. Yep. Um, by invoking an aspect. Yeah. The aspect I'm going to invoke is my student aspect, inheritor of a spirit blade. Okay. <laughs> What's the wording of that again? <laughs> that is the word. That's just uh, inheritor of a spirit blade. Okay. So... This is the I've I've been I've I've been subtly trained to try and deal with um, like stopping emotions from spreading out. What knowledge do you pull on? I to... sort of think back to the first time my grandfather took me out into the mountains, uh, and he threw me in a river and told me to. Just Get back. Yeah, I think there's, there is an image of, of him forcibly dra- dragging you to a river. Yeah. And, like, you're kind of going along with him, and then he just yeets you um, yeah, upward. Um, and you, you fall into this icy river. Like, your entire body seizes up. You don't know how you are going to survive this, and panic overcomes your body yeah. as you do. And, um, uh, like, he kind of, like, just stoically stands by the river and expects you to come back out. And, um, uh, how, how do you fare at that? What's your memory? Vague. Mm. Uh, a lot of splashing. Because not only was I being tempered by the waters, I also didn't know how to swim. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of flashing and flailing and spitting up water, um, but... By the end of it, it wasn't pretty, and it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't clean, but I just dragged myself back to the shore. I think yeah, like you stand up and you lock eyes with him, and then there is a hard cut to you guys taking tea, and you are wrapped in a blanket, and um, uh, both of you are uh, sitting there uh, cross-legged at a table, silently drinking tea with one another, and it's these thoughts that fill you, overcome you with the determination to put this this ring back on so I'm gonna re-roll yeah <laughs> that's worse uh, that no. is a flat oh, zero no, it's again the same. it's the same it's but the same so I'm gonna succeed with a cost hold on what's your score currently four four and uh, I need three to get I could burn a f- Fade point helping you, but it still wouldn't get you there. 
Sorry. Could you burn a... Because you can't burn a fate point to help someone re-roll, can you? You can only give yeah. them a plus something. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, I could have, rather than doing this re-roll on the previous one, I could have burnt mine to add plus two. <laughs> and then you could have added yours. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah. It's done now, sorry. Yeah. I will succeed with the consequence. Okay. Because I think this is important. Okay, all right. This is a significant consequence because as you as you like like you you're like keeled over like trying to like forcefully put this ring back on but are so queased from from the sickness you finally like get that determination to put the the necklace back on but as quick as a bolt out of the blue this cat's paw swipes at What's your dominant hand? <laughs> Don't say you're fucking ambidextrous. No, there's definitely a dominant hand. It's whichever one I hold the sword with. And it'll yep. be evens for left, odds for right. Right. Yeah, this cat's paw comes and lashes out at your right hand. Just your right hand to try and push this ring away from your neck. Um, uh, and seriously injures your wrist. Okay. I would like you to take the significant consequence. The severe consequence? Well, the middle one. Moderate. Moderate. The moderate consequence. Uh, sprained wrist. Question. Does Rudy see Saffron's wrist get, like, jerked in a random direction suddenly? If you're there watching him in the bathroom. Um, I did not follow him in the bathroom. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, uh, we have bathrooms in our Rooms, yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You were you were forcefully pushed against against the wall, all in the one fluid motion. But you ignore that pain and instead realize just how how sore your arm is, the sharp pain, and like you kind of had to clutch it as you were coming out of the bathroom. Um, but you've got the ring on. That's what matters. Um, sorry about that. Um, no worries. Take your time. You don't happen to have something I could use as a like a, a brace for my arm, do you? No. Mm, let me check my room. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think if you really need something, he will have um, like the uh, uh, what do you call? Um, there's a word for it. They're like the the three piece wooden rulers that you would use for like technical drawings. Ah. Uh, oh, okay. Cassette square? No. I mean that that kind of makes sense. Mm. Yeah, it's basically like a, a big solid wooden measuring tool. About like about the length of your forearm that he mm. brings yeah, okay. out. Uses a splint, yeah. Yeah, and um he can just tie that to your arm with some bandages. There's a little first aid kit in the kitchen. Um, yeah. um hey, when you when you go into your room, how's um how's 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 my boy looking? How's little Krabby doing? I will check on <laughs> I'll I'll take a look in the Clampiseum. <laughs> I'm actually really really worried about Clampy. <laughs> Um, it's, it's like he hasn't moved from where you've left him. Oh, Clampy, you are the rock of my life. <laughs> like he's like bubbling from, from the mouth. Mm. Um, uh, he hasn't touched any of the food that you've left him. He's kind of just sitting there expectantly. Um, I, I lift a little bit of it and hold it over his mouth. He, he isn't responsive. Hmm. Do you tie to a necromancer? Oh, totally. 
Mm. Uh, that's all good. I, I I will leave Clampy for now, and I'll come. Yeah, help you with your arm. Yeah, sort of do it up in this makeshift splint, and then sort of uh, get some sort of, uh, I guess, shirt that I tie around my neck to hold it in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. It's like a makeshift sling on top of the splint. Mm. I'm just going to ha- going going to town with all the all the precautions. <laughs> I'm like having to like shuffle you at this point out the door to get to the art club room. I'm not done tying this off yet. No, it's. Uh, <laughs> I think we cut to Marja mm. um, as you enter the art room. Yeah. I imagine these two aren't there yet. No. No. Who is there when I enter? Yo, what's up, Marja? It's Kevin Fong. What? Is, what? Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too, huh? What does he look like? He looks like Kevin Fong. She doesn't actively walk up to him. She's just sort of like, I reckon that like the second she opened the door and saw Kevin, she just sort of froze. Yeah, he's just like, come on, man, take a load off. Um, like, Don's telling me that Rudy's going to come here and, um, Big S. I probably shouldn't call him that nickname now since, I don't know, he might be a sex pervert or something, but. I don't even think Marja fucking, but she's just staring at him. What's up, man? You Okay. Who else is in this room? Um, uh, like, Babneet is going around. Like, there are some um, art students in here uh... doing their thing. Um, she's kind of just walking the battlements, watching them. Marja would know what they're doing. The, um, the, <laughs> the, um, uh, the art room has been put together again since the last time that you were here. Um, uh, there are still grains of, um, rock from Rudy's sculpture mm. that are littered around the floor. Um, and, like, the great base of it is still there in the art room. Um, but most of the giant shards have been cleaned up. He, um, uh, he actually just goes back to playing a handheld. Like, he's got a switch there. Yeah. Bavneet comes over to you and she says, Oh, student council president. How, how can the art club assist you today? I think it's only when she finishes the sentence, her gaze just sort of leaves Kevin over to her. She's like, Oh, um, I'm so sorry. I, I got a text from Rudy. He told me to come meet him here. He said it was about some stuff. Uh, uh, oh, um, the... The sex pest. She sort of... You mean Safi? I... Obviously something that's like going down someone's... Safi wouldn't do that. Obviously. So I think we're just coming here to like figure it out because I actually don't know why he asked me to come here, but he just asked me to come here. So I'm here. So I'm not interrupting anything, am I? Uh, uh, no. We're, well, we're, we're just running after school classes. Um, the, take a seat. Here. And then she <laughs> wanders off again and kind of like starts whispering in the ears of, of the art students. And one by one, they very slowly, methodically pack up. <laughs> yeah, I, I think even despite Kevin being there, she... No, I think I'll ask you, would she have noticed what they were doing specifically? Not unless you scrutinized it. Yeah, fair enough. I think she's too involved with Kevin to just... 
Yeah. I mean, you can you can roll for it if you want, but it's going to be an unbelievable yeah, roll. Yeah, there, there's no way she would have noticed, um, even though I wanted to so bad. Okay. Um, I think she sits down next to Kevin and just... So, um, I got your text the other day. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, man. Like, I guess it wasn't that. It wasn't important anyway. I'm like, are you sure it seemed like soups important that you talked to me like immediately, like something happened and she's just staring at him? I probably wanted to play video games or something. I don't know. Uh, whatever you say. And she's just sort of like raking him up and down. And I think she wants to try and discover an aspect, see if there's anything off from the Kevin that she knew versus the fucking mutilated Kevin that she saw and this new Kevin. Yeah. Um, I want, like, yeah. Roll me an overcome check. Yeah. Difficulty rating for this is going to be a five. I think... How do you scrutinize him? I want to say clever, but it's probably carefully. Yeah. Because she's just taking him in as slowly as possible. He's uh, like he's definitely aware that that you're having a conversation with him and yeah. you're asking him questions. So he's he's interested in you. He's engaged. Yeah. So he's aware of what what you may be doing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine cuz this this is all kinds of wrong. So what what was that? 5, sorry? 5. 5. Okay. Ooh, okay. That's that's two minuses. That's Actually, no, that's two middles, a minus and a positive. So that's a zero. That's a flat two. No, nothing. Do I have anything I can invoke? Not really. That's a fail. You can succeed at great cost if you wish. If you have a way of scrutinizing him. Maybe, maybe you're not even scrutinizing him now. Maybe you can take something from him that you can scrutinize later. Uh, yeah. I think, you know what? At some point during this conversation in the art room, ha however long it goes, Marja is going to attempt to steal some hair, whether it just be a single strand off the back of his shirt or just like something. Yeah, okay. And is that you succeeding at great cost? Yeah. Or 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 it could just be succeeding at great cost or me later on making another role in an attempt to steal hair. Go unnoticed. Okay. Sure. Yeah, which which one works better? It's so up to you whatever you want. If you take if you take that one then you will fail this role. Uh Yeah, I think I'm probably going to have to fail this role. And try again by stealing hair later because succeeding at a cost right now with what is sitting in front of me, mm, no thank you. Yeah. Um uh, like you you are like like about to kind of like size him up and you get a phone call. I who's who is it? It's Bartholomew. What time is it? Uh right now it's about five fifteen. I'm like, oh my god, uh, sorry, I gotta take this. And she goes to like the the corner of of the art room and and answers it. Hey. Uh, hello, darling. 
Uh, hey. I'm just calling to confirm that we are on for tonight. Six o'clock sharp. Um, yeah, I've actually got some student council president stuff. I might... Uh, and then she, like, you know how Lake is. Um, he, like, he doesn't. But he says he does. Yes, I suppose. We'll have to work on your organizational skills, I think. Later on. We can talk about it over dinner tonight. Mm, that and maybe also talk about how some of us have, you know, priorities and stuff and obligations. But that's so totally something we can talk about. How about, like, 6.15, 6.30? Because that totally still works. Obviously, you're totally a priority. But, you know, some of us have jobs to do. And you're man enough to, you know, acknowledge that, right? Yeah, roll me an overcome roll for this. Yeah, I'm down for this. It's going to be pretty low. It's going to be about a two. Um... How you doing this? I think it sounds pretty forceful. It does sound pretty forceful. As much as I'd Fucking like to. Fucking laying down the law. Yeah. <laughs> I. No. No, hold. I'll see how this goes and then I may have to invoke an aspect. Okay. <laughs> what is, what is my, this is a. What this is an overcome role. Yes, it's, but it's, what am I trying to meet? Oh, uh, two. Two? It's nothing. Mm, that's not good. <laughs> oh no! So you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I really want to fuck. I don't like him. I'm going to use my aspect. Um, use a fate point to invoke student council president because that's what I'm laying down the law about. Yeah. Okay. Fuck that. So I would like to use that to re-roll because even if I add a plus two to that, I still don't fucking yeah, make it. Yeah. Re-roll. Last fate point. Yeah, I'm fine with that. This is what I'm going to use it for. <laughs> You have a meeting at 11 p.m. tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'll still use it. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah, shit's a gig. Stick it to him. Oh, that's that's uh, th- that's a two. That's fine. That's a two. Yes, it I'm is. Totally okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he goes. Uh, okay, six six thirty then. Yes. Oh, oh, all right, darling. Um, I'll see you then. Mm-hmm. And she hangs up. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. <laughs> Um, the little creep. I think it's at that point that you and Rudy move uh, move in, Saffron. Look, I'm telling you, when when you do these things, you've got to tie them really tight, otherwise yeah, they no. come loose, and then it just ruins the whole arm. You yeah. can't just drag someone forcibly who has what I assume is a broken arm. You have been walking by yourself for the last five minutes. <laughs> now, if you don't mind, and yeah, he steps and goes up. Oh, shit, Kevin. <laughs> I look around. Most of the class is cleared out at this point. Mm-hmm. I look straight to you. I'm like, I still have his SIM card. Kevin, show me your phone. What's up, guys? Kevin, show me your phone. And much like, oh, hey, guys. And um, she's just sort of. What are we dating now? Like, like wide I, eyes. I'm shooting my phone. Maybe we are. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, up? I haven't <laughs> seen you guys in well, like two days. Is that it? it's it's his phone? It's the same model. It's the same model. Mm. I'm going to deal with you in a very quick moment. Just let me have a quick word to President Carr over here, who you're all going to be very polite to. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, you don't have to tell me twice. I know who this is. Hey, Kevin. You don't remember anything weird, right? I mean, we go to like a magical school. That's pretty weird. Nothing pointy? And at this point, Marsha just walks up from the corner behind her um, where she was and just like 
slaps a hand on your shoulder and Kevin's shoulder is like, oh my God, it's so good that you're here. If we're all here together after not seeing each other for a while. Isn't that right, Kevin? And Sappy. And she just like pats you on the shoulder. And while she does this, she's going to try and pick some hair off of Kevin's shoulder. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this is pretty sneaky. Yeah. What What am I trying to... What am I aiming for here? What was the last one? That was a five. This is a difficulty rating of three. Qu- question. May mm. I use... Forensic chemistry here because it says plus two to careful to create an advantage when searching for clues and studying crimes. I am most certainly trying to gain a clue from Kevin here as to why the fuck he's alive. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll allow it. I'll so, allow. It. Absolutely. Yes. yes it like it's like you're you're Indiana Jonesing this hair off his yes. head. Yes. Okay. Okay. Or like going for the one that is on his shirt. Okay. Okay. So that's. Two nothings, two that equal each other out. That's a four. Okay. Yeah. You succeed. You manage to gather some of Kevin Fong's DNA. Okay. Yeah. Writes Kevin Fong in quotes. Yeah. That's what exactly what I'm doing. Like Kevin Fong squared or like fucking Kevin Fong in quotes hair. I just poke Kevin in the chest, like to make sure he's real. No, I quit it. And like, like he's still focused on the handheld. It's like, what's gotten into you, man? Come on. This is serious. Dude, like, I don't know. A lot of accusations going on around you. Yeah, Marja, like, squeezes your shoulder, Saffron. Like, in a friendly way, not in a... Yeah, just like a chill. Uh, That's okay. Uh, What has happened here? You've heard some accusations going around. And, like, I'm mainly speaking to uh, President Carr, but it's to the rest of the room as well. Yeah. That uh, someone here has been found with a lot of underwear under his bed. There's a perfectly good explanation for it, which involves sleepwalking. <laughs> and uh, President Marja here is going to help sort things out. Uh, we just need this protective space for a moment. Uh, now, uh, Miss <coughs> Miss President, <laughs> and he he bows as low as he can. Yeah, Bavni Carr looks at you, Saffron, and says, "So when you sleepwalk, you have a compulsive need to steal women's underwear." I have a. I'm compulsive need to steal underwear in general. Oh. <laughs> Marja is looking at you very strangely. I give you a thumbs up. <laughs> you see, it stems from my time when I was alone. <laughs> digging a hole. Got <laughs> a big dig this hole. The Don's patience is wearing thin. <laughs> and I was left in the wilderness to find any form of clothing I could. So my body naturally goes and finds looked after garments to help me sleep. Uh, more importantly, Bavneet, uh, Saffron here is a very skilled void practitioner, uh, is very skilled at getting in and out of places without being noticed, almost as though he's traveling into another realm to do so. Maybe you could think about ways that could be useful to you. It would be a great way for him to say thanks. And uh, I'm going to compel your aspect that's got to do with you being a sword. We had a cult practitioner. The inheritor of the spirit blade? Inheritor of a spirit blade. So you'll get... You can a- do that. You can, you can accept it if you want, or you can reject it with a fate point. 
It, no, I'll accept it. Yeah, it gets you a bonus fate point. And it gets us the room. <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't say anything to this. She just kind of like like takes you in. Do, do you need a demonstration? What the fuck? Um the Babney turns to Rudy and says, Rudy, a word. Um we can have a word. And in the meantime, Saffron is going to tell Marja why he can do that. I sort of look around this room and then I look at Kevin. Uh, and I look back to you. God, I don't know what to do with him. <laughs> <laughs> I say that out loud. <laughs> Babneet, like, steps aside. He's, uh, he's, he's on his switch. He's fine. He's not listening. <laughs> Time to put his headphones in. <laughs> oh, okay, I guess we could try and find a side... Yeah. Covered somewhere? Like a storage room? If you want to get in a cupboard with uh, sure. That's weird, right? He's now. already put his earphones in. Like <laughs> like he's 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 fully engrossed in the game that he's playing. Yeah, this whole time Marge's eyes have just been like tennis matching back and forth. She's so fucking confused. Yeah, I lead Babneet out of the room. I close it. It's the two of you. Yes. So I have some things that I need to say. I mean well. You're obviously not a sex pervert. Like, I think I sort of look around the room apprehensively. There's no one in here but you three. I'm kind of a ghost. <laughs> Funny. No, no, but for realsies. For like... realsies. For realsies. <laughs> yeah, and I might have. Um... And then I just do this. Like I sort of take put my thumb up towards my neck. I realized this wasn't great for a. <laughs> Voice only medium. Yeah. I put my thumb up to my neck like subtly. Move it in like the the the, the, the slitting throat gesture. Yep. Yeah. And then I point at Kevin. He doesn't notice. Yeah, yeah. I think I think at this point, like he stayed standing in like the center of the room where we were talking to Bajit. Bavanit. Bavanit, that's yep. it. Um and then we go over to the corner where I was talking to Bartholomew, and she's just sort of taking this in. While I was sleepwalking. Okay, wait, no. So the sleepwalking thing is real. Wait. Not for the underwear thing. Yeah, obviously. Just for the random killing people thing. What? Uh, and her mouth opens a couple of times. You're like, a back backtrack for me a little bit there, Safi. What do you, what do you, you, you... I don't know. Look, I just know that one day... I got into my room, it smelt like death, and then a cat person told me I killed Kevin. This never gets easier. (laughs) (laughs) She's just sort of... And now I can go into the in-between. Like, what do you you mean, in-between? Uh, like, not really death, but not really life. It's like sleep, death without the commitment. I mean... I wish. Except I can still move. Okay. This is this is a lot to process right now with... And she points over her shoulders at Kevin. Do you need a demonstration? No. Well, yeah, maybe like later. There's just... Okay, because... Do you remember that... Uh, the other night when someone knocked on your door? Yeah, that was with all the footprints. Yeah, that was me. Okay, so... You were messing I, with my laptop? I, I do need to apologize for that. 
Wait, you did go in my room? Yes. <laughs> Once, and I'm sorry. <laughs> that is like a severe breach, Safi. I would have just let you in if you asked. Uh, t- to be fair, I thought I was asleep. What, like dreaming? Yes. Obviously not. If you one day, all of a sudden, found that you nobody could see you, would you not immediately assume you were dreaming? Not immediately, no. I'd do some tests. I'd figure it out before I start going into people's rooms. Yes, yeah, I did. I knocked on a door. And no one could see me. Well, oh, so then I was testing to see if you could see me. By going into my room? Well, I wanted to see what was on the scan of the results. Yeah, I would have told you. But I wanted to see if it was knowledge that I didn't have. Boundaries, Safi. Yeah, I get that now. I get it that it's real. <laughs> I thought I was dreaming. And then when I found out that there was knowledge there that I didn't have, that was existence, I can't dream and make up something I don't know about. I mean, that's explicitly what dreams do. You just make up weird stuff. Nope. You can only see recreations of stuff you've seen in real life. That is how every dream I have ever had works. That is a. That is not how you do research. You get a, a pool of... The, you don't. You don't run a survey and ask one person. You go and get a bunch of people. Okay, Time was teach, limited. We need to talk about science. Oh god. I think okay. like that. Like uh, through the door, you can hear them like arguing. <laughs> like it is yeah. getting louder and louder. And like Bavneet gives you the coldest stare, and um, she's going to compel an aspect against you, and that is yeah. resourced by the dawn. Yeah. She says. Rudy, you're lying to me. I am lying. I was lying to you in front of them. But now we're out here and it's just us, full truth. But the first thing I need to say to you is that the the whole death situation is sorted out. (laughs) I did a great job of that last night. No issues there. Awesome. Why are you lying to me, Rudy? The, The reason I'm... Being very careful with what I say is that my friend is wrapped up in some outer science stuff. Yeah, like when she was like, she was kind of hot and cold about it before, she perks up at this. What kind of outer science stuff? And she like, you haven't seen her do this because she's the Dawn. She doesn't really need to worry about what other people think, but it's the first time you've ever seen her practice more caution than usual when she uses those words. He was he was calling it void magic for a bit, but it turns out he's communing with some kind of weird being. Go on. The reason I'm being coy about this is the more information you have, the the, the more cleaners are going to. Ah, like, we're, we're getting to clean a point. That's where we're at. What does this have to do with the compulsion to pick up women's underwear? Why was that the cover story? These things aren't super related. <laughs> I'll be honest, these are two separate crises that are happening at the same time. So, to your knowledge, he's not a creep. To my knowledge, he's not a creep. 
She like, yeah, she leans back. She goes, we can use this. We can definitely use this. All right. I'll go along with it. What's this about being able to pass into dreamland? That's the supposed void magic he has. It's like astral projecting where he can like step out of his body and walk around mm. and still actionably do things. Interact with the physical world? Yeah. That solves a lot of problems, Rudy. A lot of logistical distribution problems. <laughs> Rudy actually like gets a dumb grin on his face as he's thinking about this. With so. that kind of distribution, we could fund the art club and do what I've always wanted to do. Diversify the portfolio. Other clubs. Other clubs, Rudy. Imagine being as powerful as the Computer Appreciation Society. There's a power vacuum. You've met Marja. She, like, <laughs> her eyebrow, like, like shoots up. <laughs> she goes, let's rejoin them. We can discuss business later. Sure. You'll find a handle him, you know, at a later date. I will be, yes. When I start calling in the favors for overlooking his sex perversion. I've got some things on him, yeah. Good work, Rudy. Very, very good work. I'm pleased to serve you, mistress. <laughs> Sorry, that felt like a bit too much. I'm going to backpedal on the mistress <laughs> she, thing. <laughs> she opens up the door for you and she gestures for you to come back inside. <laughs> He does. Mm. Um, uh, this is a safe haven for you now. Okay. In this place, um, uh, like, like Bavneet goes into detail about it, but ultimately, this place is the place you can come and not be threatened by forces of the outside world. Okay. School forces. Yeah. Forces outside the world. Forces out. Yes. <laughs> uh, still at play. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the art club, Saffron. <laughs> I hope you got a pencil case. No. Neither do I. It's cool. I, have... <laughs> I mean, technically, I guess you could call it that. I have this and I sort of doff off my sword case. So I was once we... taught to write with this. Yeah, I'm sure you've got a cool calligraphy thing. Anyway, it's not the... <laughs> yeah. yeah um, uh, what are we going to do about the uh, SIM card situation? Do you have any thoughts, Marja? Um, what's the time? It is 5.45, and you are still in a... your informal gear. Oh, I've got a plan for that. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Marja looks at her, her like a watch and she's like, okay, um, I actually have some stuff I need to go do now. That's, that's pretty pressing. Um, but I actually have a plan to get like, you know, your reputation back, Safi. This, I don't know who's trying to get to you, but someone obviously is. And then tomorrow we can talk about, and she gestures to everything. Mm. The, 
this in detail and, you know, like just talk properly. Uh, what, what do you have that's more pressing than clearing Saffron's name right now? Your phone is madly <laughs> vibrating in your pocket. And she looks down and she's like, the family commitment. <laughs> <laughs> also business stuff. Smooth. Family business. I can't. It's not something I can back out on, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so I'm just gonna gonna like run. Do do you need some help? Um, not with this. M- maybe later tonight. I don't know yet. This is all sort of very like up in the air. Um, but I need to go. Cool. And, and we'll we'll speak to the Computer Appreciation Society tomorrow, and we'll hope that Saffron goes 24 hours without being completely doxxed. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's cool. I mean. <laughs> I just like tomorrow morning or like some like look two Ruby, or when three. People are, when people are busy, they've got you can't just put everything on hold for one person's problems. I mean, like, this is pretty big. I'd say this is like pretty big. Um, okay, how about this? Like the soonest I can be back is like maybe like two or three this morning, and then we can do something then. Like, I'm you, pretty- you need to do what you need to do. It's fine. We can. This can wait. It's not important. I need you to understand. Like you're my bestie, Safi. I want to help you get through this, but right now I need to like. Go and she's walking out the door. Yeah, yeah. go. Yeah, she's she's. Do leaving. what you need to do. You can't just expect someone to drop everything for this. Yeah, <laughs> they have their own lives, Rudy. I think you're being a little too understanding here, Saffron. <laughs> Given your situation, <laughs> but we can drop it for now. <laughs> I mean, um, look, look, her, her dad's have, big and powerful. I'm sure it's something big. I have at least three people that don't completely want to destroy my life. Mm. And that's more than I had yesterday. Do you want me to bring like a pillow and some like uh, blankets in here? No, this is fine. Okay. <laughs> I think um uh, we cut to you. Mm-hmm. I've you, as you arrive. Yeah, I've co- gotten out of a um a uh, a chauffeur. Like I probably have my own. Oh yeah. Town waiting. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is your high end outfit? <laughs> I'm still go. wearing my uniform. Oh. I have, yeah. Oh. Don't worry, I've got a plan. Oh. <laughs> now that's a power move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, I've got a plan. Um, and she she makes her way. What what does um Bartholomew's home look like? So um, uh, it it is a penthouse at the top of the oldest building in this village. Um, uh, and it has been modernized. Um, uh, the, the, there is a door person at the front, um, uh, that, that opens up the, um, the door for you as you stroll on in. There's like, um, uh, reception staff there. Um, as you come in, they know who you are already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, so they prepare a key wordlessly and slide it across the table. Um, and in, in the way that, um, help do. Yeah. Um, uh, around, uh, it, it is, it, it's like pieces of, uh, Renaissance, uh, art. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, real passion of the Christ kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, angelic beings with halos and things like that. Um, and an old, um, cage elevator, with an elevator attendant, um, uh, steps out and, and, and pushes the top for the 
the the suite at the top of the of the mm-hmm. building. Um, and the elevator rises up. It takes it takes a while. I, as the elevator's going up, she sort of frazzles her hair up a little bit, mm-hmm. and then she pulls out a notebook, just like any old textbook, and just starts like scribbling madly in it, like she's been working while she's walking. Mm. Yeah. The um the the elevator person says to you briefly, uh, "Busy day, ma'am." Yeah, you could certainly say that. It's been stressful. <laughs> How's your day been? Uh, very well. And he, he's terrified of speaking to you. Um, <laughs> he, he thought he overdid it when he, when he made that comment. Um, and as you arrive at the top, um, uh, he opens up the door for you. And he says, uh, have a good evening, Mum." Oh my god, thank you. You too. And um, uh, you step out into this uh, polished marble tile um, uh, entrance room. And uh, the the lulling sound of a cello being played um, uh, like kind of whispers its way through the room um, uh, this is this is a penthouse yeah rooms upon rooms studies bedrooms guest rooms um, uh, there is a smell of something cooking in in the kitchen mm-hmm. and it smells pretty good. Um, uh, steam you can see is billowing from behind the hallway um, and right at the end of the hallway you can also see um, uh, this clear view of the dark blue ocean on the shore of Ganymede Island Bartholomew comes around in a smoking jacket um, uh, <laughs> he is holding a glass of orange juice ugh, <laughs> ugh. And Marge just may look like she's been, like, as she came out of the ele- elevator, she was, like, taking notes in oh, this book. darling, you're so underdressed for dinner. She looks up, oh, yes, oh. And she looks, she makes a point of looking around, and I, you'll have to forgive me. I, I told you I was running late due to, you know, priorities. I just thought you would have, you know, take it upon yourself to, you know, do the, the boy-friendly thing and help me out in a time of need, provide something. But it's okay, you, you'll... You'll learn next time. Uh, uh, do not worry. I've I've already planned for that. Um, Jin, uh, help my girlfriend into something more comfortable. Mm. See, I knew you were capable of that. Anyway, uh, where is Jin? Uh, he puts down his cello, um, and and uh, again silently steps up and like like hurries over toward you, mm. and um, uh, gets close and kind of grabs you by the arm and wheels you away into a guest room. Um, and shuts the door behind him. Um, he says, why are you late? Um, I had, like, work. Okay. Like, I don't know, how fast do you want me to, like, I know I gotta get close to him for me to break him, but, you know, like, how fast do you want me to do this? I mean, the bigger the build-up, the higher the fall, right? Yeah, okay, I'll I'll ease off a bit. I was kind of planning for this night to be perfect. For both of you, so that you can destroy it later. You know that's actually kind of sound logic. Okay, fair enough. Let's 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 do this. <laughs> and is is there like a dress or something waiting? Um, uh, Jin like like goes through and finds an, an <laughs> evening wear. Um, uh, and and uh, he goes up. Try try this one out for size. 
And I imagine it fits perfectly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it is, like, snug. Like a glove. Yeah. 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 I, I ima- Yeah, just, like, a, like, suitable enough for, like, a young teen adult, like, cocktail dress, effectively. Mm. And, um... It's it's all black. I imagine it's like this black velveteen material. Yeah. 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 Jin Jin opens up the door and like like ushers you out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And she comes back out and she's like, she's like fixing her hair. I'm sorry. You'll have to give, forgive me. Student council stuff can just be so stressed. You'll you understand, right? Uh, yes, I do. And when you get out there, he's actually served dinner. He has, or yeah. he's gotten somebody else. No, to do he's it? done it. Huh. Only he and Jin live here. Okay, I figured he'd have staff here as well. No, 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 no. Okay, I mean the the people in the foyer would Certainly. treat him like like a okay. sir, but um, it is just him and Jin. Um, okay. and this banquet looks like something that he's undertaken personally to make for you. There is a a tiny, tiny. Tiny begrudging amount of respect there. Because she's still not sure if Jin did this or he did. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, and she goes to sit down. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> it's one of those uh, incredibly long tables. Ugh, yeah. Like like one person at the at one end, one person at the other. Yeah, and yeah. And Jin kind of sits in the middle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she she sits down and does the whole like fancy, yeah. She she's like you know this is this is nice. The, oh, thank you very much, darling. Um, I I slaved all day over this actually. Oh, I ever I, since school ended. I can tell that uh, the smell the second I walked in. I was you you've you've outdone yourself. Thank you. That means a lot. Um, so how was your day? What, what did you get up to? <laughs> um, and she's just like trying to like mince. What is what is this food, by the way? I'm oh, curious. Man. I'm curious what this dude would cook. I think it's like um, uh, it's like a, a squid ink linguine. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, it's with some sort of like. White wine cream based sauce. Yeah, I fuck with um, that. Uh, it's gone like the sauce. It's not perfect because the, the ink drip, you know, drips off in the in the white sauce, so it looks kind of gray. Um, um, it's garnished with like um, spring onions, like um, capers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, this is like this is like one course, mm. and then there is like another course of fish, um, and and other other appetizers there at the um the, at the table. Um, Jin uh, Jin is fine, fine to eat, and like every so often, when he thinks that you finished uh, Bartholomew, actually gets up and gets you more. Okay, and yeah, the 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 when he, I imagine he asks this as he gives her like a a second helping or some yeah. food, and she's like, of "Course, you know how much I love seafood, but um, yeah, like just student council stuff, trying to keep on top of studies and." Well, with everything that blew up today, that certainly caused a bit of a ruckus in the student council to sort of figure that out. Yes, <laughs> you know? I I heard the news about Saffron. I I always thought that he was a bit of a well, 
rough and tumble sort, but um, you know, perhaps uh, perhaps he's a little worse than that. Uh, I. I mean, you live with him, don't you, darling? Yes. Don't you feel no, unsafe? Abs- well, no. Safi's like my bestie. I can't deny that, and like I and she. Grits her teeth as she does, but she puts a hand on, like, his his forearm. She's like, I know I can trust you. So, like, I'll just let you know that, like, the student council and I were just sort of, like, looking into it. And, like, we already know that Safi didn't do it because there's, like, obvious clues that he didn't. So we're trying to, like, unveil this little mystery as, like, who is framing him. And, you know, and then she, like, squeezes his forearm. She's like, you know what would actually, I would really appreciate and would mean, like, so much to me if you could like help because like there's so few people that are as smart as you at this school and if anyone can get to the bottom of like why would someone want to like hurt not just Safi but my best friend because you know how like everyone knows that Safi is my best friend and we live together it just doesn't look bad for Safi it looks bad for me and you wouldn't want me to look bad so of course you want to help because you're just, like, so good at this kind of stuff. Darling, I would do anything for you. Anything. I will be your holy avenger. Oh, my God. I'm so glad to hear that I've got my own little knight. And there's, like... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is an apt way of describing me. A knight. Yeah. Does, does, does he want a fedora? <laughs> <laughs> and a rose? <laughs> This fucking hurts. It really does, man. Virtuous beyond virtue. Because, like, you know I would Completely never make... Completely and utterly at your command. Oh, my God. I love that. We will make such a good team. Because, you know, I would never make friends with someone that would do something like that. So, you'll bring glory back to my name, our name, by extension, and Safi's name. So, like... It will be difficult, but... I'm happy to lend any assistance. I totally believe in you. And if you ever needed somewhere to go, you could always come here, my darling. Oh my god, I know, and I so appreciate that. But you know, like, in, like, the early stages of a relationship like this, you don't want to, like, like, staying at, like, a boy's house, like, this early on without any, like... Yes, it would be uncouth. It would be absolutely uncouth. I mean, like, we couldn't do that. It would be... Uh, just the wouldn't look scandal. Good. Obviously. See, this this is why we're dating. You and I have better standards. And I think at that point, we flip back to the two of you. Oh, thank Christ, I didn't want to keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was nasty. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they sell mouthwash downstairs if you need some. <laughs> I'm gonna need bleach. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like this guy a bit more now. We've got Sim Solidarity. <laughs> you and Bartholomew nodding at one another across an, like a crowded room. <laughs> the women respecters have logged on. <laughs> My fellow knight. <laughs> It's the uh, it's the handshake meme, right? <laughs> and in the middle, it's just um, respecting women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think we. I think if if you're fine with it, like unless you want to stay in the art house, 
um, uh, we can cut back to you both at the dorm. Yeah. Uh, did Kevin also come back to the dorm? Yeah. I'm very curious where That's he goes. shit. Because his room is just a terrarium in an empty room. Yeah. Um, he he goes inside his room and he shuts the door. The the what? last time I looked in Kevin's room, there was this thing in there. Jane Doe comes running down the hallway. She looks at you. She looks at Kevin's room. What the fuck? I don't know. I understand you've been told some things, Jane. <laughs> yeah, I've been told some things, Rudy. What the fuck is going on? I thought you said you... I thought I, you said you killed him. I, I thought I did. That's what that's what Neko said. You said there was something in there last time you went in. I think so. There was something in there, right? Last time I looked in that room. There, I mean, when you're in the dream world? Yes. There is the mouse. Yes. Yeah, there was something that Neko calls a mouse in there. Is it possible that something's left over from Kevin that's still just acting as though it's just him? I mean, I have his SIM card. Unless this is some sort of weird backup that technomancers do. I turned to Jane, and I remember you told me Jane's a ghost last night. And I, I dismissed this when you said it. I go... Maybe something at this school is keeping people around after they've died in sort of a weird afterstate. Is that possible, Saffron? I have no idea if it is or not. Can you think of any people that might be examples of that? <laughs> Jane, Jane. None that come to mind. Goes, it's, I mean, you're the only one who has talked to me about that. That possibility. She looks at you, Rudy. <laughs> she goes, if you figure out anything to do with this, tell me. Yeah, I, I will. And then, then she hurries back to her room. I'm not used to her talking. It's weird. <laughs> oh, it's great. People should talk more. Just in general. Connections and communications between people is is core establishment of that, the uh, way that social <laughs> bonds work. <laughs> I'm I'm going to knock on Kevin's door. Do, do you want me to like have a look, see if it's in there? Oh, that's what that was. <laughs> yeah, I sort of gesture with my thumb, point to me, and then it goes out of me. Sorry, I just assume you're doing like blade things. <laughs> With that, whenever you... I mean, technically, yes. Go check out the room. I'll distract him. All right. Um, I go back to my room. Is this... Is, is, is the underwear still in my room? You lift up your mattress? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Can I use your room? I don't feel comfortable in mine. What? <laughs> the, the, the framed evidence is still there. Well, you have to return that. For the love of God, please don't touch it. I, I, I didn't. I like, lifted it up and then immediately walked the fuck out of that room. You can use my room. Don't bother Clampy. This is when he does his meditation around this time. 
It's okay, I'll be doing that too. Yeah. Uh, and I go into Rudy's room and then I meditate into my spirit form. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, as you as you come out um, of Rudy's room, at the very end of the hallway are the two night glow eyes of Neko watching you. I thought you said he was dead. He is. Then how is he here? He's he not here. You knew it as soon as you walked into that room. I think the three of you suspected it. He's a clone? I don't know. A simulacrum? Do you expect me to know these things? Why? Does he have a soul? Okay, let me put it this way. If I were to kill him again, would that appease you? I need something living. Great, that's what I wanted I'm to still know. still eating the leftovers of his house. Is it still in his room? Go check. I, um, I tap Rudy on the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, I've basically, like, just, uh, basically just wanted him to, like, open the door. Mm. Because I'm guessing that that's how you get in. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I guess you talk to Kevin. Yeah, I'm just going to engage him in small talk. I was like, hey, I just want to... As, um, you, as you open up the door, uh, he's, he's kind of just standing there with his arms by his side, uh, looking out the window. The game's still, like, going on in his hand. Uh, hey, man. Um, uh, Al Jabari wanted me to um, give you some of the pop quizzes you missed the past couple of days. We're doing pop quizzes every couple of days now. It takes him a little more time than is natural to respond. And he turns around and he goes, Oh, hey, man. Uh, cool. Uh, I'll get the pop quiz from you then. Yeah, I, I think I still, like, I would have my backpack with me. I think it does still have the initial form that um, Al Jabari gave to me mm. to give to him. And I'll pass that over to him. He, he takes it from you and he goes, Thanks. And then he turns around and continues staring out of the window. Is the mouse still in the room? Yes. It, it, it is also there, and it's the first time you see it recognize itself. And it turns, and there is that reptilian familiarization. For a while, it like, kind of like weakly reaches out a hand at Kevin's, and like that kind of tries to interact with it. Like it wants to be let back in. Hey, Kevin, how's it going? I say out loud. The the mouse doesn't respond. The other one doesn't respond either? No. I'm going to try and touch the mouse. When you when you come up to it, you can interact with it. Absolutely. I'm going to try and put it into Kevin. You can find us at RF Encounters on Twitter or as Real Fantasy Encounters on Facebook. We appreciate any support, whether that's leaving a review or telling a friend about us. Thanks for listening and see you next week.